0: Hello this is
1: your host Paul Harvey at Life, Passion and Business. I realise I put this at the end of the programme most of the time and I also realise I don't often listen to the end of podcasts. So I thought I'd tell you here before we get started. So the first thing is this podcast is not supported in any way. We have no sponsorship. So if you would like to support us do check out the Buy Me A Coffee link on this podcast app and you'll also find it at the website. Okay, before I take you to the podcast, I want to give you a little bit of a reminder about the power of focus and accountability. This is the one tool that will really get you towards the goals you are seeking, towards the path you want to take. So listen to the end to find out more, or check out the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get you back to the podcast. It's time to explore what it means to live a good life. How do we make this experience better? And more importantly, how do we lead the world to a better place?
0: So, you know, I think a lot of times people get into this thing of, I want to be right. I want to do things the right way. Whereas actually, if they follow their intuition, they'll be much more aligned. They'll be much happier and healthier. (laughs) And those kind of quote unquote right answers they're looking for they'll be less tempted to kind of fall into habits and patterns that take, take them out of that.
1: Hello, we have a treat for you today. I've taken a show from, well, it's a recording from the archives of our events. This comes from spirit duality and it's about alignment and intuition on some level. And the reason I came to this is that the weekend I did a post, I did a show about AI and about the influence of AI in the world and how it's starting to appear everywhere. And I only just saw today in The Guardian that some of the online newspapers are now using AI articles. Where does this lead, eh? Where is this going to go to? But the one thing that occurs to me, one thing that AI will never have and never be able to do, and that is have intuition tune into something that is beyond the words actually experience life the energies around us and that's what brought me back to this idea of, of this idea of alignment. I have mentioned it in a lot of my, my Sunday shows is that that I live very much in flow and al- alignment and I can't really explain that to you much more than say that things happen to me when they need to. And there are times when they don't, when I'm out of alignment. But when I'm in the zone, things happen as it needs. Now, Jennifer is a master at this stuff and she teaches it. She trains people to be to, to rediscover their intuition, to listen to the unseen stuff. Jennifer Main is best described as a catalyst for change. All of her work is based on the connection to something that is intangible which in actual fact is is spirituality. It's a connection to something greater than the sum of its parts. She has this amazing ability to tune into her surroundings and she can teach that process so that people can actually tune into it. And this was taken from the event Spirituality and there is a part two to this program, which you can access later, where uh, Jennifer takes Cheryl and myself through the process of connecting with our surroundings. As a child, she developed psychic abilities, which meant she could sense thoughts and emotions of a surroundings, of a place. And now this was difficult because she was brought up in the Bible Belt area of North Carolina in the USA. This was not something she wanted to repeat to people, or she would have found herself being doused with holy water or something. But as an adult, she took a degree in psychology and she began working with people with complex needs. At some point in her life, she moved to Edinburgh to find her tribe and that opened her door to her psychic abilities and her current life. It's a combination of these abilities that she, the psychology and her innate intuition that led her to discover the full power of her intuition, learning to tune into it and use it as a tool. So what you're gonna discover in this recording is about discovering truth and trusting the flow of life. It's about saying yes to life and living in that vibrational alignment. And she says, how could anyone be bored when you have the opportunity to tune into the world around you? Jennifer has a lovely, bubbly, flowy personality, and I know you're going to enjoy this this show. So, as I said, it came about because of my thoughts around this idea of intuition and the idea that AI will never replace this. And as long as we remember as human beings to tune into this stuff, we will never go wrong. So as I said, this was taken from the Spirituality event, and if you would like to know more about that, I will explain more about that at the end of this podcast, because you can still get access to all of the recordings of spirituality and all the other events we have as it goes. But if you want to get access to that, you can, and I'll give you some more details at the end of this show. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Jennifer Main. Gosh, this is work. <laughs> No, it's not. This is utter joy. So today I am with Jennifer May. Now, Jennifer has always understood that life is more than what the physical body can tangibly perceive. And that is that we expand our senses and perceptions beyond the known. We become more of who we really are. She's an an initiator and a transformational guide, a speaker, a best-selling author, a leading instructor of meditation and the Theta Healing in a profession, she has learned through extreme extremes, working with beautiful things at the worst points, oh, with beautiful beings, sorry, at the worst points in their lives, coping with addiction, homelessness, incarceration, and has witnessed how the alchemy of hope, imagination and freedom can inspire change. That is some introduction. I think you are, I, I just, I, I've known you for a while because we met uh, uh, when you were coaching in um, Change Your World and uh, with the Change Your World group and that's how we met and then I brought you onto the podcast because I wanted to have that conversation with you because you'd so intrigued me and uh, and when I was putting this together this this spirituality event together I thought so who am I going to have on this well because this whole thing has been very intuitive how it's come together and Your name popped into my head, so I had to ask. (laughs) And you said yes, which was even better. So, Jennifer, Jennifer, clearly you are someone leading a a different path. Maybe you're leading a path that is very intuitive. Um, Where did that all begin? Let's let's start somewhere beginning, I guess.
0: Wow. Yes. Where did that begin? Well, I have always, always been very psychic, um, even as a child, and. Did not always understand that um, absolutely because this is not something people talked about where I grew up or where I live being intuitive being psychic um, so I kind of had to figure it out as I went um, and what that meant for me was that as a child I was always very empathic I could feel what was going on around me I could feel what was happening within other people their their thoughts their emotions I could also kind of see psychically I could see energy around me um, which was often a bit strange and confusing and... So hang on. Let's, <laughs> let's
1: wind that little bit back a bit okay. I, I, because because, because you're, obviously you're clearly not Scottish I know you're living in Edinburgh but you're not Scottish where were you yes. at the time where were you living
0: I grew up in North Carolina on the east coast in the states right okay. right in the bottle bell.
1: oh lovely <laughs> lovely so we're talking real good Christian home cooking and Christian home Oh, house. absolutely Okay, right. So I am sure this kind of stuff that you, you brought out into the world was welcome.
0: Well, I did not
1: exercise you, did they not bring the priest in and start chucking holy water at you or something?
0: <laughs> I think I knew from a very early age, I knew better than to bring that up in religious circles. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yes, they would have laid their hands on me and prayed for me. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah no but i had no language or vocabulary or reference points for it i mean I, obviously in the bible you know they talk about angels and faith and things like that which you know in some ways is perfect and was wonderful for me to hear those stories and and help that to open my mind and my experience but isn't demonic possession, different...
1: isn't demonic possession in there somewhere as well <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of interesting stuff in there <laughs> okay right so you knew you weren't demon. You knew you weren't possessed. That is the most. Important I did know bit. that.
0: I did know that. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so how did you deal with this? Cause how old were you when all this came out?
0: Well, it was really, um, it was really more after I moved to Scotland, um, and started to speak to more people who were more into kind of healing and energy and things like that and people started to talk about things and tell their stories and I started to go oh my gosh that's me that's exactly what's going on and it just started to give me some reference points for oh this is psychic stuff that's going on I'm not just some weirdo with an overactive imagination like this is an actual thing (laughs) right yeah and so
1: so has, I mean, did you lead your life with it at that point? Or were you just kind of ignoring it? Were you just dealing and what, what did, what did you train to do?
0: Yeah. So, um, Cause, cause you well, now work, you work is, in this
1: field, you work in this field now, and you work with this stuff daily. Yes. Is,
0: yes. Now I do. Um, so I have a degree in psychology and which I think was useful and helped. Um, and, um, yeah, I've worked with, uh, people with complex needs basically. So, Um, you know, a lot of my background was in trying, really trying to figure out what makes people tick and what inspires them to make certain choices and create things in their life. And, Mm. but what I realized is that by tapping into my intuition and my psychic senses, all of that makes so much more sense (laughs) than what we learn about with just the mind. Um, and when I, when I really started to understand how psychic I was and how intuitive I was, then that's what enabled me to start to pay more attention to it because I just didn't know that it was a tool. I just didn't quite understand what was going on with me. Um, So once I started to be able to put some words to it and express it and play with it a little bit, Then I started to live my life in a much more intuitive way. And I would say before I started learning about all this, you know, I think of myself as being quite asleep. You know, we, we just, we follow our conditioning and what we're taught and what we're told. And you think you're supposed to live your life a certain way. And when you start to wake up from that, that's when you can get more into that. Oh, okay. Now I can follow this feeling within me, or I can recognize that all these things are lining up and are are helping me to move in this direction. So that's really what made it easier for me
1: hmm yeah, yeah yeah i can i can see that would that when you actually start to be aware of it and can go, and, and it it's the thing about not choosing its ego isn't it it's about finding the difference
0: yes yes and that that and but again i think yeah. that's where the intuition comes in is because when we really learn to listen to our intuition our intuition understands truth it really understands truth um, and whereas the ego can often be based in fear. And again, that old conditioning and patterns and habits and the things that we just learn from culture or family growing up. So, you know, I think a lot of times people get into this thing of, I want to be right. I want to do things the right way. Whereas actually if they follow their intuition, they'll be much more aligned. They'll be much happier and healthier. <laughs> and those are kind of quote unquote right answers they're looking for. They'll be mm-hmm. less tempted to kind of fall into habits and patterns that take, take them out of that.
1: Mm. So, what was the story? How did it how how did your life unfold when you started actually doing this?
0: Oh, um, <laughs> well, a lot of things started to make sense in terms of my own. I don't know. I guess questionings about life, and um, I'd had lots of kind of physical health issues. I'd had problems with migraines, and you know, digestion, and you know, old injuries, and things like that. Um, which, I mean, really, anything that's not going well in your life, if there's pain or suffering physically, mentally, emotionally, it means you're not following your intuition. It's You're not following what is aligned and healthy for you. So I found that a lot of my physical issues started to resolve themselves. I started finding it easier to say yes to the things that actually nurtured and nourished me I, my friendships improved, I, I changed the a lot of the people I was speaking to and working with and, and being around, not not as a rejection of, of old relationships, but just a, a better clarity of what did resonate for me. So I would say really everything in my life started to improve, you know, it's not always the easy path, <laughs> um, but it, that path of alignment, um, will, will really, it does, it does, it changes everything and improves everything in one way or another. Um, So, and I, and again, I started to have more fun with it. I started to, instead of it being something that I was afraid of, or thought was strange or weird, or didn't know what to do with, I just started to recognize that, You know, there are so many layers and dimensions to the world that we don't witness with our physical senses. You've got to soften all that so that you can see and hear and feel beyond what your physical senses can pick up, that they can register. And when you start to do that, the world becomes your playground. When people talk about being bored, I don't understand that (laughs) because, you know, if you can feel into the energy of, you know, the, the plants that are in your house, or if you can, you know connect with the what's happened at, at the land that you're standing on and, and get to see or feel the layers of history that that the land holds on to or if you can connect with the person and see or feel what's going on within their bodies I mean how incredible is that so it's, it's really funny
1: it's funny you it. say about those additional senses so mm. um, uh, you know it's that most people assume our senses are the five that we know of you know the taste the smell and yet there are people in society that use senses that you probably couldn't determine what they are on a regular basis. So a friend of mine is building a new house uh, and he needed to get the water, find the water supply to the house, you know, pipe. So he called the water body and said, look, you know, I need to find this thing here. And the guy says, yeah, OK, I'll find that for you. He says, oh, what, what kit? He goes, oh, I use these. And he pulled out a couple of dowsing rods. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and the guy dows the guy and sits there. Well, Ray really, said, so yeah, yeah, it's about, about three foot down. Try there. And, and there it was. You just don't, And there it was. And this this guy, he's employed by the water company, you know, not just, just to kind of like, and he uses dowsing. Now, was that on his job description?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it should be. It works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what sense is that? And I should say, like, okay. So it's fascinating to say about how we tune to the energy of something. And I guess he's tuning to the energy of water. Yes.
0: Yeah. And the reality is, is that we are all psychic and intuitive. we all have these capacities, you know, we are energy. So of course we can pick up on energy. Um, it's just that as humans, we're in a certain kind of vibration and it's a certain spectrum of vibration that our our physical senses can pick up. But we are infinitely more than that. And so of course we can perceive more than that. It's when we get out of our head that these things are difficult or impossible or strange or weird. And we actually allow ourselves to do it. I mean, we actually, we do it all the time. We see energy all the time. I mean, I'm looking at a screen right now of a picture of you, you are mostly empty space. You are energy. You are mostly empty space, but I see you. My eyes are registering. They're picking up on the light and the color and the energy that's there. So we're doing this all the time. We've just put words to it or ways that we do it that maybe exclude a little bit beyond those boundaries or dimensions.
1: So, this is an, a, a lovely conversation. I mean, I'm really enjoying where we're going with this, but I, I have to kind of, and, and I can take it into all sorts of directions here because I, oh, yes. I, I could get geeked out in that. But I guess, <laughs> I, but I guess, you know, we, we're talking about spirituality here, aren't we? We're talking about this how do we stay, it, how do we live in the world and live with this stuff and do both sides of it? So, I mean, you came out of a Christian culture, that's, that's clear. Mm-hmm. Um, where does that sit with you now? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this this week, actually. I've been been talking about this a little bit. Um, (coughs) So, yeah, I grew up in quite a a conservative, you know, Southern Baptist is pretty conservative in terms of, um, you know, Christian beliefs go. And there's a lot that I grew up with that I I don't follow now that, that does not align for me now. But in a lot of ways, I'm really grateful that I did grow up in that because it did instill some you know, some, some great values, you know, love your neighbor as yourself, do unto others, you know, there, there are some amazing values within that. And I do think that hearing those stories and listening to a lot of that and the prayers, I mean, learning how to pray um, set me up to meditate (laughs) because really for me, they're the same thing. Um, So I think it gave me a great foundation in terms of things that I really value now. And I think there are, you know, while some of the teachings maybe aren't as, haven't been interpreted as they could have been, you know, we've got man's perspectives and values that can sometimes, um, you know, alter some of the purity of the teachings, you know, learning about the life of, you know, Jesus Christ and the compassion and the things that are there are, have been massive for me because I still will tune into that, that, um, consciousness of Christ and, and wanting to be the presence of peace um, in any room, in any place that I'm in. And I've been able to watch my family members who, again, are very conservative in so many ways, but are some of the kindest, most compassionate, beautiful, loving people you will ever meet. So even in that duality of a lot of the teachings within it, um, I've, I've been able to take the best that's been there and apply that to my life. And I think that's what any kind of religion you know ministries um, modality philosophy if you can take the best of what's there if you can find the truth within it and apply that into your life then 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 your life is going to be enhanced by it
1: yeah it's fascinating that that sense that that religion and the word god has so much baggage around it yes and that's why spirituality feels a lot more cuddly and easy to deal with because it doesn't have yes. the same constraints i guess Well,
0: I think what I found is interesting is that even a lot of spiritual kind of circles and communities and teachings, there's still a lot of fear or superstition or limitation within it as well, because it's, again, humans are a part of it. And a lot of times humans can get caught up in fear and their own worries and concerns and ego and drama, you know, all that fun stuff that we play with as humans. So, you know, I think, I think we can put labels and see one thing is better or not But again, it depends on the person using it and how they're taking those teachings and those lessons and applying them to their lives. Mm -hmm. So it is, for me, a very individual thing. It's how you utilize it, how you integrate it and live it every day.
1: So where does the word God or God sit for you?
0: So it used to be that God was, you know, a punishing, judgmental to be afraid of. I've done a lot to let go of that. So I see God as more of a creative energy, or if you want to call that source or, you know, again, the the terminology doesn't bother me so much, but I do see it more as a creative, intelligent, loving energy that is supportive and, you know, that that we can tap into and connect with, Mm -hmm. as opposed to something that's going to tell me what I have to do to not go to hell.
1: (laughs) So, Clearly, you know, you've worked with people who have had, had journeys, I you know, you've worked in people who are in transition with difficult transitions. What about yourself? What does it mean for you? Have you faced any big challenges?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, life is life, right?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah right but and we're here to get the detail here, Jennifer. <laughs> we're here to get, understand how you deal with it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that's a great question. I mean, I, I've done big stuff. I've, I've moved countries. I've, you know, I've, you know, gone through, yeah, life and death and, you know, the, the challenges that people go through. But what I have been, what I've done is I've really leaned into the practice of spirituality, which for what works for me is it is the meditation and it is the going within and using that time and space to understand myself more deeply um, so that I am really living that aligned life and really able to tune into and understand what that looks like and feels like, as opposed to just getting caught up in the conditioning or the, the teachings or what other people say I should or should not be doing, mm-hmm. um, because everybody's going to have their own opinion. Um, so for me, it, it, spirituality, that kind of, I guess that term spirituality is my life. It, it is what I live because I am always using these senses and these, these tools in order to help me to make choices with my business, to decide who I want to work with, to, um, iron out issues in relationships with friends and family, you know, that it it is a part of everything that I do. And it, it took me time to get to that. Like, you know, I'm like, we all do, as you're learning a skill or a practice, you, you forget and you falter and then you come back to it. So, um, you know, I've definitely had some learning and growing through those experiences, but I know anytime I, I, lose those practices or get out of that alignment that's when i suffer <laughs> and so that's the clear sign of oh no it's time to get back to me it's time to get back to this this heart and this um, connection and and living from there absolutely
1: yeah 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 absolutely yeah so did you did guide it did your move of country or these things did were they guided things that you did or were they just leaps of faith <laughs>
0: Well, at that point, um, well, a bit of both, I think I I'm someone who's always been pretty good about just trying stuff out and going with things. And if it feels exciting, if it feels expansive, if it feels good, then, then I go for it. And so, um, yeah, so there was a little bit of a leap of faith. There was some love involved and also, you know, a sense of adventure of living in a new country. There was, there was so many reasons to come over, um. But no, I easily could have said no to that and and yeah. not and not come, and my life would have been very different. But it it does feel like part of my kind of divine timing and part of my purpose to have come to Scotland. Absolutely.
1: Mm. It is fascinating though how how the universe puts these things in our way or or, or comes to draw us somewhere. You know, so it's you meet the right person somewhere who drags you across the current, across, across the you know across the <laughs> water so that you could be here. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, and sometimes those people don't stay in your life off that's their purpose they 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 yeah. come to achieve something and they go and you go what happened there then i, to- I <laughs>
0: totally agree i totally agree and i think the more we pay attention to those things the more awareness we create with that so we can recognize who those people are and really follow that intuition to connect and to listen and to yeah and to evolve and grow with them
1: mm. absolutely mm. so you're obviously, you live your life calling. You, 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 you li- you're living your calling, as far as you can see. So it's, it's fascinating that you do this. So I'm, I'm, you've already answered the question, actually, because you said to me, when, you, when it doesn't work, you know, you know it's wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the answer to that one? You've answered it. So what do you think of the current situation we're in? How does that sit with the kind of, you know, the big question in the world? I mean, you know, the whole world is in a complete transition place i clearly something going on do you have any sense of what that means spiritually or where that's from
0: that's a great question <laughs> i
1: know it's a sort of a question because there's no right answer to it and <laughs> you've got to pin your colors to the post <laughs>
0: Oh no, yeah no I, and this is definitely things that i've been meditating on and asking as well um you know and i, I do think that there's been you know, one of the things I always look for is what is, what are the positive qualities of this, or what are the lessons or the opportunities within this? Um, because I think when we go through big shakeups in life, whether individually or, or more of a collective, it, it is because it's time for a shakeup. It's time for things to be disrupted. And I think we can, you know, sometimes we're disrupted in really fun, healthy ways. And sometimes the universe says, okay, but really now. <laughs> We're really going to shake things up for you because it's time to pay attention. And, you know, you, you hear all the great things about how people have you know come back to themselves. They've taken time to nourish and nurture themselves. They're studying, they're learning, they're connecting with people. They haven't spoken to in a long time, you know, so there's, there's been a lot of healthy benefits from it. Um, I, I think there are still opportunities for us to to um, yeah look at our interaction with the wider world not just our own individual selves but you know the planet itself the way we connect with other countries and cultures you know all these things are being triggered and shaken up for us to address because it's not working these things are not working and as long as they're not working people will suffer so it's it is time as a collective for us to look at our history and what we've been doing and, and what we could be doing better.
1: Well, I guess the last time that anything this global ever happened was war. I mean, you know, the second yes. war was the last time that, that this is ever this mm-hmm. kind of, like, level of disruption. Yes. Um, you know, there have been some major events around the world, but nothing nothing on this level. Yes. And, yeah, yeah I, I think it's a, it, it is an opportunity to shift and to change and for people to kind of. And I think that's one of the impetus for this event, But I think people have got a lot more reflective at this point. Yes. They're starting to realize that life will never probably be the same for at least the next two or three years.
0: Oh. <clears throat> it's painful, but yes, I hear you.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't see this ending. This, this cycle of uh, won't end for another year. I mean, and then you've got to rebuild people's confidence back to where it was prior to COVID. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we are in a space of change. Yes, and that is, that's 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 just what it is.
0: That's very true. <laughs> it is what it is. This is definitely challenging all my resistance to acceptance. So I'm I'm learning to more deeply accept things right now.
1: <laughs> well, I suppose trying yeah. to anyway. Yes. <laughs> so how do you see? you know, how do you see the the? Do, do you see people shifting yourself in terms of? that? Are you? Are, is is this? Sh- What's my, what's my question here? I'm trying to, you, oh, no, I can't. That question doesn't work for me. I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to frame a question in my head from something you said, but I, I, it's too far out of the way. So
0: okay.
1: what do you see as the future for this in terms of your, your, your future, in terms of, and how your path goes? Hmm.
0: Yes. Um, so in terms of my future, Um, it, it really is, well, in some ways it's continuing what I have been doing, but obviously there's got to be a way to shift that with what's happening within the world. And, Mm. you know, we're not reaching people in the same ways because we're not in person and we're not having these events that bring together tribes of people in the way that we were able to do. So I think for me, it's, it's really looking at, well, how do I evolve with what's happening, but still bring, you know, that's the power and that, that collective energy, um, of, of what I do with people. Um, so what's been great about this, you know, this, this year is that people have been very triggered, (laughs) which is hard to go through. It's painful, but it motivates people to reassess. And so, there have been so many powerful shifts with, um, with, well, I know with myself, but people I've been working with, family and friends. And so for me, it's really just continuing to look at, well, what are these situations triggering for people? What is it that people are recognizing just doesn't work for them, that doesn't align for them? And what is it that we can do to move people more into that healthy alignment? Um, and it's not the easiest, most graceful way to do it when you're in a pandemic and <laughs> quarantines and lockdowns, but man, it gets people to reassess and to look. So for me, it feels like there's actually an opportunity to speed up a lot of healing and a lot of lessons and a lot of the things that people are going through because it, we are in a more extreme energy. Um, so for me, it's really just harnessing as much of that as you can. <laughs> Yeah. And saying, right, well, I'm really ready just to make some changes and to make some shifts. And and where can I go? It's probably outside of my known and outside of what I assumed my life would be right now. Because I know I planned for this year, and it was not. It did not look like the way it looks. <laughs> no,
1: someone said to me, the most useless thing you bought last year was a 2020 planner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truth. <laughs> But yeah, but it's kind of saying, well, okay, it, it's not the way I thought it was going to be, but how can I still take yeah. advantage of this in really healthy, amazing, transformative ways? Yeah, That's what it feels like for me. So
1: yeah. it's wonderful that you've agreed to do one of our um, empowerment sessions. What is it that you think you're going to bring to that session? What are people going to discover if, if they come and join us for one of those sessions?
0: Yes. So for me, a, a big part of spiritual practice and spirituality is that it's that recognition that you know we are that bridge between heaven and the divine you know our heaven and earth and the divine and human Um, so for me it's finding where those boundaries are and how we can play with those so not that we lose our humanity Um, but so that we invite the divine into who and what we are now so I've got some exercises and some things planned to to help us recognize that you can have those these two seemingly different things but you can live them and they can support each other and work together and you can uh, live a much more aligned and full life by that understanding and that application of the divine within the human fantastic
1: so if you want to get join uh, us in that session you make sure you got your ticket for it otherwise you will miss it but it's great those uh, you know I, there's some of these sessions that we're we're, we're putting together are just amazing and, and i think this one will be will not one you will not want to miss i think is the way it. so okay so jennifer is there well we're coming to the end of our time together is there anything you want to add to 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 our conversation anything you want to say before i uh push the button <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would just, I would encourage people, you know, if you're, we're obviously, we're all in this path within spirituality, we're all looking for these grand answers of, you know, who am I really? And why am I here? So I think it's important for us to, again, take those best lessons that we've been learning through our lives and start to apply those. And then we learn deeper and deeper truths about ourselves. So take the goodness that you've already got and, and continue on that path.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there's always a lesson to learn, even in the gritty bits.
0: Yes, always. <laughs> mm,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, do check out Jennifer's uh, speaker profile. There's all sorts of stuff on there. There's your books and you've got a book out as well. And uh, you can get in touch with Jennifer through all those links. Um, what is it you offer people if they want to get in touch with you?
0: Yeah. So I offer one-to-one sessions. Um, I offer online ceremonies um, around the moon and around certain other events. Um, Yeah. Throughout the year. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's loads of information on there. It's really about transcending, transforming, you know, about creating real change in your life. So yeah, I would be happy to. Connecting
1: with the unseen forces, I think is the the, the big overriding thing, (laughs) because that's what you do and uh, so uh, well thank you so much jennifer main thank you so much for being with me and saying yes and i'm really looking forward to when we, when we do that next session with the uh... and that was life passion and business with paul harvey and my guest jennifer main now if you'd like to get in touch with jennifer you can find her on all the major social channels she's certainly on um facebook instagram and on linkedin you can find it at her website, which is Jennifer with Jennifer.com. And all those links will be available at the website lifepassionandbusiness.com. As I said, this uh, conversation came out of the event Spirit Duality, and there were 25 speakers in that conversation and 15 empowerment sessions. And it was very much about getting connecting with your with something greater than 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 the It was very much about connecting with something greater than the sum of our parts. And there are some amazing sessions on there. So do check it out on the website. Uh, There are a variety of ticket options for you. Uh, As I said, I can't give this stuff away because I do have agreements with speakers and things. So do check it out. I'm sure there is something of interest for you in there. Okay, as I mentioned at the beginning, now is a time to discover how to find some more focus in your life and get things done. We all want to move forward, we all want to find some measure of success in the world. And I I say success with inverted commas because I have a different view of success, but another time. The point is, we always want to move forward and to see change in our lives, or to see change for the better. And very often, some of those things we're trying to achieve, trying to do, there seems to be a resistance, there seems to be something in the way. So I want to talk to you about a thing that I call focus coaching, and it's called turbo coaching by some people. It was something I learned in my coach trainings so over fifteen years ago, and I used to use it a lot with my marketing clients. What we do, we establish what it is you want to achieve, and what is in the way of achieving it. What are the blocks you're coming up against, and what it is you need to put in place to move through those blocks, and then help you make a commitment to actually achieve it to do what you say you're going to do in the time frame that you're choosing to do it and that is called focus coaching for me and it is so powerful when you set out a clear objective and you knock down all the things that are standing in the way of this more often than not success of achieving that goal comes comes your way for more details check out the resources tab at lifepassionbusiness.com or check out the links below on this podcast now finally has this podcast been useful to you if so please consider giving us a five-star review on the app of your choosing and of course sharing it with a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts and that's it for me until sunday as always thank you so much for being here with me on this journey. I so appreciate your time and attention. I'll catch you next time.